0: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Steve and Larson. Don't you
2: dare be sour. Clap. For yourselves and feel the power.
3: Yes. And all you people out there, you're
4: watching Going In Wrong with Steve Larson. <laughs>
2: Hey, friendo, Steve here. <laughs> and Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. And, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve Larson. Oh, boy. Tomorrow's going to be a doozy of a day because at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, we are going to be live. For 24 hours, that's right, Frendo Fest 24 is officially upon us. We will be live. We will be debuting the new fall line of our uh, garments at FriendoMerch.com. One of those shirts is already live. The live crowd here on Twitch got, got, got first dibs on it. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. But beyond that, we're going to be playing video games, uh, Rocket League, Fall Guys, some GTA V probably. Uh what am I missing? I don't
3: know what I'm missing. We're gonna watch Million of the Bank twenty eleven do a uh, recap of it afterwards. We're gonna watch uh, uh have a watch party of Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan, and Unsolved uh, Mysteries watch unsolved party. Unsolved mysteries uh and probably more. Um let's see if either of us can make it through the ent- entire twenty four hours without taking a nap. So just just come on by, follow us
2: at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson and uh, you know, come by and root us on or something because uh this, probably this around idea. the 2, 3 idea. o'clock in the morning time. I'm going to be really starting to fade. Same. We'll see how that goes. Anyways, we need to find out if somebody ever put up a compilation of uh, Richard Dawson uh, groping people on Family Feud. That's been Lacey oh. and I's big thing that we've been watching late at night these days, Family Feud on the Pluto TV buzzer channel. Anyways, uh, Smackdown happened tonight. I kind of half-heartedly goes into SmackDown. I didn't even take Steve notes because I'm what? so I'm so trying to prepare mentally, emotionally, physically for tomorrow. Everything's up. I'm just I'm just focused on that. Uh, I had a couple errands to run during SmackDown, so I took my phone with me. I absorbed it all. I'm just going to go off your notes. Oh. If you want to know what my star ratings are for any of those matches, I'll happily tell you. All right. Uh but uh you know, we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, I guess the biggest thing to come out of SmackDown was uh, I don't know Sasha showed up and got her ass beat again by Bayley yeah
3: yeah that uh, We got more I mean I think they're handling this Roman Jay Uso stuff pretty well I oh, think uh, yeah. Jay Uso picking up the pin in the main event tonight uh, is going to add a lot of fuel to the fire within Roman to absolutely destroy Jey Uso now we've said basically ad nauseum this has to be a level of violence previously unseen uh, by the hands of Roman Reigns after this after the 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 death glare that Roman was shooting towards Jey Uso he's basically shooting eye lasers at him you know mm. oh uh, man like you know uh, uh after all that uh this has to be some serious levels of violence yeah um this has to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it has to be protracted mhm mhm uh sure that is going to feel like a missed story beat
2: I get the feeling though, I'll be honest with you. I get the feeling lately I feel like you've had a real bloodlust. And I get no, the feeling that no matter stuff.
3: how bad it is, I feel like you're going to under I feel like you're preparing to undersell this, it. This is not a bloodlust like this is an important story beat that we all see coming. And if they underdeliver, it's not going to have the impact that it needs to have.
2: Vince needs That's to greenlight some
3: blood, man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This needs to be this needs to be I mean, I guess there's, there's kind of an analogy in that what Brock did to Cena at SummerSlam a few years back where it's like 16 minutes of Brock just beating the hell up. There's that. However, the thing about that that was so shocking was not just the level of violence. It was no one had ever manhandled John Cena like that. Mm-hmm. Jay Uso, I like him a lot. He's great. He's not the star of the caliber of John Cena. He's just a regular dude. So if, if, if Roman Reigns goes out there and spears him for 15 straight minutes you know, point gets across, but it's not the most effective way to do it. Oh, I so. don't... Yeah. But here's the thing,
2: though. I mean, they're family. Like, yeah, I think I thing. think, 15 straight minutes... Of, I think that, like, Roman completely doing a John Cena would would get the point across.
3: It would get the point across, but I don't think it's the most effective way of getting the point across. All right. Like, he needs to go through uh, barricades... He needs to bleed. He needs to go through the announce table. It has to be gratuitous. It has to be over the top. It has to be just an obscene amount of pro wrestling violence doled out to Jay Uso to really hammer home the point that Roman is a really bad dude right now. Yeah. Because that's what's setting up every time, like just last week. Jay raises Roman's hand and, and Roman gave Jay the how dare you touch me look, you know, yeah, and how yeah. dare you look at my belt. Boy, that he gets the pin tonight at first while Jay's while Jay's in the ring. He's all happy and laughing and hugging him and stuff. And as soon as he leaves, man, that look on his face was great. He just he he like he wanted to rip Jay's arms off and beat him with him. Dude, that look was a,
2: that look was really that was it was really good. You know, it's funny. I don't know if it's the, the new teeth or what. His and I know that there's there's there was a weird audio, and I've noticed it before, even at the performance center, but like there's a weird like very, very low key echo of there was, some the show, sort. The whole show. But I've noticed that in certain segments at the Performance Center before when they're backstage yeah, there's,
3: interviews. There's some audio issues that they're I don't know how they're missing. And I don't know if it's
2: that or if it's a teeth or if it's a combination mm-hmm. But Roman's voice sounds kind of different. I think he's talking a little deeper. He's doing something different, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, I agree, dude. I think it needs to be uncomfortable. Somebody here mentioned uh, Lesnar, Orton. That's a really good example right there because it was just like opening up. You know, it was trying to get into Orton's literal skull, and yeah. it was so it it needs to be an uncomfortable level of violence. We can both agree with yes. that
3: for sure. Yes, it it, it definitely needs to be.
2: Was this Um, is this how you would have done Sasha coming back, dude?
3: No, I wouldn't have brought her back till after Clash of Champions.
2: Let's say they said, okay, she's a big ratings draw. She has to come back tonight, even if that was
3: that that, even if that was the
2: mandate. This wouldn't have this shouldn't have been the way.
3: Then what you do if if and if you have to have the performance, I get the having the performance center because yeah, as she said, that's that's as she put it, that's the place that her and Bailey built, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And the performance center has played a, a, a. a part of their story throughout the summer So if you say no you have to have Sasha on TV because we need to advertise That she's going to make an appearance on the show Because she's a ratings draw Alright as soon as Michael Cole Asks that first question right as she opens her Mouth that's when Bailey attacks her I don't yeah. want to hear like I don't, I don't need to hear Sasha go on Uh, Like I, her performance is fine I thought it was good Um but it's it's it was in a lot of ways the dialogue was kind of what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I I kind of feel like the first we should hear from Sasha, really hear from Sasha after now two beatdowns from Bailey is her getting in the ring and beating up on Bailey. Yeah. But actions speak, not words.
2: I like the promo. I was fine with it. I thought that there definitely should have been more time I just think that the staging should have been a little bit different. It's hard to, I understand what they're trying to do. Like, this is supposed to be a turn. Um, I thought the performance was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did fine. She did good. I just don't know. I don't know. Something about it felt off.
3: It felt too soon. And it felt, I mean, she didn't go, she didn't do the, the. The neck brace is cheesy. I it understand that it's supposed to be
2: effective, but it's just it always looks like a prop.
3: I know because it is. She didn't go full on uh, baby face per se in her promo, but she hit the beats that you would expect.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, there wasn't a, there wasn't like maybe a bit interesting if she said, yeah, Bailey thought I was going to turn on her. I was using her. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if they did something like that. Yeah. But they didn't go down that route. Yeah. So anyways, let's
2: just get right into it because there was some sure. I, I thought there was some really cool stuff happening tonight. Um, uh, and yeah, there was more on. I mean, speaking of Miz and Morrison, they were up first with the dirt sheet. Uh, so uh, they're keeping everybody up to speed. I'm just reading your notes now on what's going down in WWE. They have the dirt. They know all the secrets. And uh, Miz would uh, divulge. You know, he's like, we, for example, we have the truth behind Bailey's attack. And uh, Morrison's like, oh, and it's so dirty. Uh, we're going to reveal the reason why WWE tried to erase Intercontinental Champion Sami Zayn from history. And then Morrison said, oh, and it's so, so dirty. So they kept on doing that stuff. Uh, Miss says, but first we're going to talk about the trade of Mandy to Raw. And then uh, Morrison throws to a clip. Uh, mm-hmm. Miss says, I'm not, pl- I'm not playing games with Otis. Uh, I'm not using my power to get revenge. I'm just trying to help Otis. I sent Mandy away, and now Otis can focus on cashing in because there's so many distractions when you're Mr. Money in the Bank. You always have to be focusing. And Morrison says, or you can just give it to me, which is probably what they're going to do. Um, so uh, so Miz says, Otis will already get over the trade. And from what he hears, this is messed up. From what he hears, Mandy already has. <laughs> and they brought up the fact that Dolph Ziggler is on Raw. Yeah. That guy, he gets around.
3: Uh, so Otis makes his way down the ring. He tackles Miz, clocks Morrison, then clocks to Miz, tosses Morrison out of the ring, then picks up the director's chairs that were in there for the dirt sheet, tosses those. Tucky shows up as Miz is trying to escape. He tosses Miz back in the ring. Uh, Otis to- you know like does a, a overhead toss. And then Tucky puts Morrison back in the ring, only for Otis to overhead toss him out of the ring again. Mm-hmm. And then Otis hits uh, Miz with Caterpillar and then a Vader bomb. Otis leaves and he's like, no, nah, not yet. Goes back in. This is after commercial break, I believe. Goes back after Miz and it basically rips, rips his entire suit off of him.
2: Yeah, he's just got his tidy whities on, mm-hmm. which is always a hilarious sight gag. There's that commercial. I don't even know what it's for. But like it's supposed to be, you know, hapless, silly husband who doesn't realize there are guests coming over because he thought they were going to do a Zoom call and he shows up and he's wearing tidy whities it's a, it's a tired trope, but man, Tidy Whites are hilarious.
3: Uh, so next we see Miz and Morrison backstage. Morrison's like, Otis, he's like the, the Incredible Hulk. He gets more powerful when he gets angry. I don't, I don't <laughs> think your plan is working, Miz. Yeah, yeah. And Miz goes, no, it's all part of the plan. Kayla walks in for an interview and asks Miz if uh, he regrets angering Otis. Just then, Miz picks up his phone. Uh, he asks the person on the other end uh, if that was enough. And that apparently was because he gives Morrison a thumbs up.
2: Uh, so we find out more about that a little bit later. But before that, we had Grand Metalik versus Cesaro. Before that, though, we had a Lucha House Party promo. Uh, Lindsay and Kalisto both offering up advice to Grand Metalik. Of course, still not entirely sure who is leader, who he should be listening to. Uh, there's also a Cesaro Nakamura promo. Um, I think I was too busy figuring out which cookie I was going to get. The uh, uh, the the uh the Oreo pretty short. Or the, uh, uh, what's the chocolate chip cookie that I like? Chips Ahoy. Yeah, Chips Ahoy. Chewy I want, Chips Ahoy. One, right. one with the double stuff, yeah. Uh, hmm.
3: All right.
2: <laughs> I love I the Chewy Chips I'm not there, to, I'm not there Ahoy. to take
3: the, your chocolate chip cookies from you, so what do I care?
2: <laughs> exactly. What do you care?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Anyways, so, so yeah. uh, this is all this, this match was all about Kalisto and say getting very involved in giving Grand Metalik advice during the match. At one point, they're sitting on the floor, basically boxing each other out to have their voices heard. Uh, later on, after Metalik has the upper hand, uh, they both get on the apron and then one of them shouting at Metalik to do a springboard. I assume, uh, the other one is giving him, uh, contrary advice. Um, uh, and then uh, it just ends up. Uh, Metalik goes for a mood salt. Cesaro gets his feet up, hits a neutralizer to get the win. Mm-hmm. That ring post uh, Rana was great though, from Metalik. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm really. I'm happy
2: these guys are in it. I mean,
3: it, it's a
2: bunch of nothing because Lucha House Party. They're not going to win titles, but like. No, they're falling apart basically. This is great to see Cesaro get to mix it up with guys like Grand Metalik and uh, Grand oh, Metalik and uh, and Lince Dorado every week. It's kind of cool. Uh, after this. This was great. Jay Uso had an interview. He's asked uh, what him and Roman's chemistry is like. And he's like, you know what? Last week, Roman told me. Wait, no. Paul Heyman told me last week it was miscommunication. So he's going to trust Roman's going to have my back just like we were kids. I just love that he corrected himself because he's like, you know what Roman told me? He was like, well, actually, it's Paul Heyman who told me. So obviously, <laughs> the guy who's just manipulating the whole situation.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. and his dumb bastard doesn't know what's going on, man. I know. So he says, "Come clash." Uh, one of them is leaving Universal Champion. And he says, "Roman's been throwing his weight around since they were little, but they're not little anymore." He's like, "You know what? That's uh, from a week from Sunday at clash tonight. We got this match. We're gonna go out there and win." <sighs> what the hell was this next segment? It was
2: the active of burial of Matthew Riddle Larson. It was this is this is like
3: face the facts level bad. That's a great comparison. And that's totally what it is. So what it was is a segment called know your bro or is Matt Riddle saying bro with various inflections, happy, angry, sad, afraid. It was all awful. All it's, awful.
2: I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'll, I'll put it this way. If his outside the WWE situation wasn't take wasn't happening because that's been happening. he's like going to court now with the the the, 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 the woman who made allegations against. Him. If that wasn't happening, I would be shocked. because that stuff is happening, that, that's the only thing I can think of. That is the reason for. I mean, this. If, because
3: that stuff is happening. If they didn't want to give him anything, just keep him off TV. I
2: would have. I would. I would have thought that too. I mean, do you think this just would have been? They're they're just full steam ahead on whatever their plans were for Matt Riddle in I the first know. place. I don't know because this know. is the worst thing. This is horrible. Like last bad. week, he was just backstage at a party. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, he honestly, he should be. And I know he might not have. Like they could have written him in. To the Intercontinental thing. You got two heels, you can put two faces in there. Um, he's a natural fit with those guys. Like you've got three guys who have been there for a while. Matt Hardy is like a super legacy guy. Uh mm-hmm. the other two are a bit more recent, but Matt Riddle being a brand new guy, would fit perfectly in that scene. He beat AJ Styles the first night he was on SmackDown. hmm This is this is this is a bit on the weird side. It's kind of like the It's I mean, honestly, it's kind of like the half in half out stuff that I notice on NXT with another guy who has allegations, you know, in his life. Velveteen dream. You see him sometimes, but he's not doing anything of note. It's sort of half in half out. Hey, let's see how this pans out. We'll keep him on TV, but in a really minor role. That's just my pure speculation. I have no no idea. I thought
3: of all that, too, because given everything that's happening, you want to try to put the pieces together, you know?
2: Yeah.
4: Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
3: Uh, After that, we had a moment of bliss with Nikki Cross as the special guest. First, Alexa congratulates Nikki. She gets another title shot uh, against Bailey. Um, Says she's happy for her, but she needs to ask the hard-hitting questions. That WWE universe wants to know the answers to what is Nikki's plan of action for this title match because she lost to Bailey over and over throughout the summer And Nikki says I understand it's your job. You're a professional uh, It's gonna be different now because there's no Sasha Banks She doesn't have to worry about Sasha interfering or distracting her. She can just focus on beating Bailey um, And then she talks about Bailey beating down Sasha, you know says Bailey. Hey, if you want to take cheap shots will it clash I'm become new women's champion. And then Nikki says, I have a question for you, Alexa. What's going on? Last week, you hit me with Sister Abigail and then walked off. Uh, I thought that aspect, thats that kind of pretty major story beat between the two of them, was kind of underplayed. Yeah, yeah. Like, there didn't really seemed to be any tension when Nikki walked out. They hugged, I thought. Uh, it was all very cordial. Like, if you had just Sister abigail me last week, I'd be like, and, you know, in kayfabe, hadn't talked since. Yeah, which is always how able, it goes. Yeah, I'd be like, yo, what's the deal? Yeah. I mean, because when, when Bliss threw her mug on the ground, like, Nikki was was pretty standoffish until she got the
2: apology from Bliss. There is, I mean, there, okay, so I see what you're saying. I, I To me, it's not that striking just because, uh, for one thing, Nikki has a new very big goal in mind so she's probably looking ahead to that and on top of that they were in a match together she knows that something's going on with Lex, so maybe she's just trying to approach this in the best way possible because it's her friend
3: well I'm not saying she has to be confrontational I'm just saying it, I don't know, it just kind of felt like that whole story beat was a little bit undersold
2: yeah, and plus, they don't want to spoil all this stuff. Like, you can't just come out and say it because then there would be no drama for the television.
3: Oh, I know. Then when the Bliss started to try to kind of explain her, herself, because uh, she said, I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. There's some kind of change. I don't know how to control it. Lacey Evans comes out.
2: <laughs> Lacey Evans kind of makes me laugh with her Popeye laugh these days. I don't know where's, why she started doing that, but it's hilarious to I me. Mean, she goes, ah, 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 ah. I think that stuff's hilarious.
3: I don't know why. Oh, okay. Uh, Kira here in chat says, Nikki spoke about it last week on Talking Smack, said uh, she blames herself.
2: Ah, see, so Talking Smack's like being the elite or dark. It's canon now. Yeah, it's canon. It's good. It's good. Uh, so anyways, yeah, uh, Lacey interrupts, uh, teases Alexa Bliss, tells Nikki it should be ought to be thanking Nikki for Bliss walking out of the match because Bliss leaving threw her off her game. It's the only reason she won, uh, Lacey tells Nikki that Bailey has something she'll never have—a mean streak. Says she's too short, too nice, and she doesn't have a backbone, which is why she'll never beat Bailey. Uh, Nikki takes Lacey's handkerchief, uh, blows her nose, throws it at her. That's not appropriate these days. Uh, when Lacey bends over to pick it up, Nikki just kicks her. That was great. And that was they, great. They brawl until a match is set
3: up. Yeah. So matches. Is- Lacey versus Nikki. Alexa's on commentary. Uh, and then uh, Lacey in her purse, that of course she brings with her down the ring, uh, she had some hand sanitizer in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, before mm-hmm. the match really begins, she goes down, puts them on. Nikki drop kicks her. It would come into play later uh, throughout the body of this match, the middle section. Uh, Lacey was really working over Nikki's arm. Mm-hmm. And at one point, she goes, gets the hand sanitizer from ringside, and squirts it in Nikki's eye. And Michael Cole, rightly, is like, Why isn't this a disqualification? (laughs) What are you doing, ref? That's a foreign substance that uh, is being put into Nikki Cross's eyes. That's an obvious DQ.
2: You know what? Michael Cole made me laugh twice tonight. This is one of them. And the other time, I think it was when Otis stripped Miz and Michael Cole started laughing at the Tidy whiteys too. I love it because it's, it's, I'm not going to say out of character, but I could see Vince not wanting him to... To, to
3: to break like that? Hmm. When uh, John Cena humiliated Michael Cole after WrestleMania 27, that, that bit where they had the match and Cena dumped barbecue sauce all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Did Cena strip Cole down to his undies? That's a, that's a possibility. That sounds right. Or, or was Michael Cole in his wrestling gear?
2: I don't remember. I think it might have been the undies. You go ahead and you, you go
3: on and I'll look that up. I'll see if there's a all picture. Right, very well, very well. So, uh, anyways, uh, Nikki ends up fighting back, uh, hits a bunch of moves, culminates Tornado DDT, Neckbreaker gets the win. (laughs) Yeah. Then afterwards, uh, Lacey crawls out of the ring up to commentary, just mentions the fiend. Alexa goes into her trance, hits Lacey with Sister Abigail.
2: So he had on, like, blue, either, I think these are
3: boxer briefs. All right, all right. But he was down to his skivvies, yeah. His undies, all right. Yeah. After that, this was a really good uh, Roman and Jay Uso video package narrated by Paul Heyman. Uh, talked about you know the history of their family and professional wrestling. Um, you know that Roman was essentially born to be champion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the how Roman and Jay and Jimmy were close growing up. Um, it was really well done really well
2: done yeah it was really well done i really liked how he mentioned like he talks a lot about roman and then he said nj's done pretty good for himself too as a tag champion with help from his brother yeah that was good yeah that was uh after that we had that sasha banks interview we got an extensive recap before that like you said it was at the performance center uh asked about her injury she says well i'm still here aren't i um she said, was I using Bailey, planning to turn on her?
3: No, she was asked, were you using Bailey planning? Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, she says, and uh, now I'm nothing to her. Now I'm nothing. I'm useless to you. She said, I know you're watching. Uh, she says, and I, as I sit at the PC, the place where we built, retrained, we talked about our goals, taking the whole company over together. Um, that's what we uh, showed the world what we could do all summer long. Uh mm-hmm. and uh she says when I go to the PC when I see the girls there now they did it all together or me and Bailey did it all together and if the walls of the PC could talk they'd be telling you if they could tell you I am trying to read your notes here <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, remember no, what cuz she said, she said over, the bit
3: yeah. cuz it was like kind of stream of consciousness cuz she was getting emotional at this point where mm-hmm. it said uh, you know if the walls of the PC could talk if they could tell you and she kind of pauses for a bit and uh she's like Michael Cole I came on to answer your questions um you know, I, she says I know Bailey is watching. Yeah, she's an idiot. She is naive because she's nothing without Sasha Banks. And you know, since Bailey thinks I'm useless, well, one day I'm gonna take the SmackDown title off of you. That's when Bailey runs in, uh, attacks Sasha from behind with the chair, wraps around her neck again, and then some trainers run in uh, to stop the attack from proceeding further. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, so, yeah, we'll see if she's out for another week or not. I mean, this wasn't that bad of a beatdown. So I'm assuming the next thing we're going to get from Sasha will be action now. But we'll see. Mm. Uh, after that, we had um, a pretty terrific man. This iteration of Sammy Zayn is my absolute favorite. Oh, it's great. Homeless looking. He just looks like a bum. He, Sammy doesn't use the tanning bed, obviously. He just looks he's pale. Uh, it's not like he went away and got jacked either. <laughs> he just got scruffier, and it's fantastic. It's, it's really good, and his his like his in ring stuff. Like it's obvious that time off. You know, he just looks really happy. It's like when Daniel Bryan came back. He just looks, he looks really fresh. happy to be there. Yeah, exactly. Totally.
3: Um, it's a fun match too. This I think yeah. this is one of those matches that were if it was in front of a crowd, they would have really been into it. Absolutely. Yeah. The
2: dude. Number one, this match is going to be the best match. Well, we'll see what happens to Clash with Bailey and Nikki. That could be really good. This ladder match is going to be insanely good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah,
3: it is. One thing I want to mention before we get to this about the Roman J. Uso thing, I thought of this after watching the show. They shouldn't have that main event because, you know, uh, say the match starts 10 minutes to before what you'd suspect is the end of the show. Then, you know, all right, it's going to be a 10 minute beatdown. I don't want that. I want to know how long it's going to be. The whole thing's got to be a mystery. Um, if if they decide Roman is going to beat the heck out of Jimmy Uso, Uso for 20 minutes because that's what's going to most effectively tell the story, then that's why I want them to do. You just kind of telegraph how long everything's going to be by having it the main event. You know what I
2: mean? You, you know what else advantage it has? We can get updates throughout the show on how MJ bad it Uso's was. Condition, yes. That kind of thing always sells it. If something nasty like really bad happens mid show, then they'll always go to updates. Mm. And, yeah, it could be, like, one of those shock moments where, like, Cole's like, okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was a lot worse than we thought we were going
3: to get. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jorge D says Drew and Randy should make event. Yeah, they totally should. And I assume they will.
2: Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work because, I mean, Roman is a big, big deal. So yeah. I, I agree with you that it should. It's just with WWE, Vince probably thinks, oh, Roman's a thing. Never Roman's never got a main event. Know.
3: Hopefully someone get ear and be like, you, this shouldn't made event for these reasons. This I agree. Mean- Roman is not top guy, but for these reasons it should make an event. Uh, so this match was pretty fun. Sami Zayn goes up to Greg Hamilton during his introduction and gives him crap for not introducing him as Intercontinental Champion. Uh, this allows AJ an opportunity to attack Sami from behind, gets the upper hand pretty much immediately, goes for a Stiles Clash. Sami escapes that, rolls out of the ring. Uh, some back and forth. AJ is, is more or less having his way uh, until Sami boots AJ when they're rolling back of the ring, hits a DT, gets a two, and a lot of really good back and forth. Sami looked fresh yeah um he looked inspired mm, yeah he did in inspired of, in, in term, is a great word yeah in terms of how he you know his in-ring worked there's a lot of r- really good stuff that exploder he did into the corner was great the uh the um,
2: suplex that turned into a neck breaker
3: for aj good, was good. great yeah why sammy like so quickly and effortlessly seemingly uh, escaped from the calf crusher mm-hmm. was really good so uh i mentioned the exploder into the corner sammy's setting up for a haluva kick uh aj escapes that Sammy rolls him up with a handful of tights, and the ref catches him <laughs> and says, I can't count now. you got a handful of tights. Mm-hmm. So he gets in the ref's face, argues, and this allows AJ to roll him up. AJ gets a handful of tights, but the ref doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. Pinfall counted. Uh, AJ wins. So after the bell, Sammy clocks AJ out of the ring, uh, You know, gives the ref some crap saying he was holding my tights too, and then he goes to Greg Hamilton and tells him that I'm still the Intercontinental Champion. This was a non-title <laughs> he bout. He said it was a non-title bout. So Jeff Hardy runs down. He beats up AJ and Sammy a bit. Gets a table from under the ring. But oh no, that's not all. A ladder as well. Hits AJ with it. And then they do this bit. That's pretty good. That was pretty well choreographed. Where he avoids Sammy and hits both Sammy and AJ into the uh, announce table, I believe. Puts Sammy in the ring. Twist to fate. Sets up a ladder. Starts to climb it. Sammy rolls out of the ring to the floor. Uh, Hardy asked for a mic, he says I'm sick and tired of this intercontinental title situation I'm sick of being called a cheat Tired of being called a fraud So I'm going to challenge AJ and Sammy To a ladder match, a clash of champions Pretty much exactly what we thought it was going to be Yeah, and I'm really happy about that too Yes
2: So after that we got Otis and Tucky backstage uh, <laughs> So uh, He get a dude rolls up to him Like he's talking about being sick and tired Of this whole thing Guy rolls up and he's like, Here, I'm here to. Are you, you know, Otis? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. He's oh, like, yeah. Well, you've been served. Served with what? A warm meal. <laughs> <laughs> is this a buffet? This is a buffet. Anyways, Tucky opens it up back from commercial. Uh, it turns out Ms. Morrison are suing Otis for creating an unsafe working environment. Uh, uh, the Dirt Sheet is a news program now, and they're violating their First Amendment rights. They want Otis to forfeit the money in the bank briefcase. Or they're going to take him to court. And Otis had it. You know, dude, I, I, I can't take, obviously, I'm not supposed to take Otis seriously. I, I could watch his backstage skits all day long. They're hilarious to me. His face is absolutely hilarious. That being said, can't wait till they get that. Unless they don't, and they do the thing you're talking about where he just gets annihilated by Roman. Uh, but I, I really want to see that money in the bank briefcase on somebody who could legitimately cash in because cash ins are great.
3: Oh, wait, as long as Roman's on SmackDown, no one's going to cash in on Roman.
2: <clears throat>
3: Otis might be dumb enough to do that. Well, I mean, people will try. No one's going to successfully cash oh, in on Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had Baron and Sheamus backstage. They're pretty excited for the main event tonight. Uh, and then the security guard who lured uh, Big E into Sheamus's ambush walks in. Sheamus is putting him over, saying, oh, you're the guy that, you know, led... Big E to the ambush. And then, uh, you got any other news for me? What can I do for you? And then the dude says, Yeah, they're about to tow your car. And so uh, he escorts them to the parking garage. Seamus is upset. There's a dude standing, screen left kind of. That dude turns around. It's Big E. Mm-hmm. And then he starts uh, laying into Seamus. Seamus flees. And then Big E sees a security guard. And he beats the heck out of dude, him. Dude, he beat the
2: crap out of this poor guy. Holy moly! Belly to bellies! I'm on, a, on the on the through the windshield of a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was amazing. That was fantastic. I love it, man. They found a good way to get a uh, uh, biggie into a serious, intense situation through action. You know what I mean? I like it. No more questions about oh, is he going to be a silly comedy guy? No, man, he's going to beat people's asses and put them through windshields. That's great.
3: Uh, after that, oh, Adam Pierce made his lone appearance for the episode, pleading, pleading. I need you to e leave the to building. Stop! Yeah, I need you to leave the building. Leave the building. And while Biggie was taking his leave, he was yelling at Seamus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had another uh, vignette for this mystery woman, Carmella. Um, uh, it's like we were almost about to see the face of Carmella, and then the mirror. Went between face and camera so we could
2: has I've not seen if anybody has like frame by frame because I'm pretty sure like a good chunk of her face was
3: Yeah, so I saw I saw one picture on Twitter where ah. it's not clearly Carmella, but it's Carmella.
2: I wanna see that picture.
3: Alright, I'll see if I can find it. Alright. Uh, start walking us through this main event then here, Steve, while I look for it. Well, I'll look up I'll look for it. You can walk us through the main All event. Alright, very well. So main event, Roman. Jey Uso versus Baron and Sheamus. So Roman's the first one out. So whatever I read saying Roman was going to be the first one out was correct. Oh, that's clearly Carmella. Yeah. So Heyman grabs the mic, and then Roman just puts his hand out before Heyman can say a word. So Heyman gives him the mic, and Roman says, well, I came out first because he didn't want there to be any confusion. This is still my yard. It's my island. It's my ring. It's my WWE. And if you want it, come out here and take it from me. Then Jey Uso comes out, Baron, Seamus. You know, this this was a pretty, this was actually a pretty fun match. Yeah, it was. Um, This kind of like simmering rivalry between Jay and Roman, where Jay is not willing to take a back seat. And it really pisses Roman off.
2: Yeah. I mean, from the jump, when Jay, I think he launched himself out of the ring or something like that. I mean, it's funny because, of course, the cameras or TV direction was more interested in Roman's reaction to what Jay was doing than what Jay right, was, was doing. Seeing what Jay was doing, yes. Because the first thing we saw was like, Roman was like looking at Jay like, what is he doing? And we're all wondering, yeah, what is he doing? And yeah, then all of a sudden doing? we see the last second of what he had done, but not like the first three of it.
3: Yeah, no, um, I
2: know. But yeah, it was constantly, you're right, it was him not willing to take a backseat to Roman.
3: Yeah. Um, action all over the place. Table came into play. Uh, Jay got powerbomb through it. Uh, Roman got a uh, Took a couple of ch- shots from a chair um, at one point he gets tossed over the announce table and then he comes back by throwing an office chair at baron uh sheamus tries to do something to him through the announce table roman reverses that samoan dropped f- for sheamus through the table or on top of the table didn't break he rams corbin into the ring post spears sheamus through the barricade um, and then corbin comes to decks him from behind rams into the ring steps Jay tries for a suicide dive to make the save On Roman but Baron mm-hmm. catches him mm-hmm. Tosses him um, he, Baron and Roman go back in the ring Jay grabs the universal title Hits Corbin with it Roman spears him and while Roman's spearing him Jay just like gets in the top rope super quick So as soon as, soon as Roman is done with the spear He kind of turns around and looks up And stands up because Jay's coming down mm-hmm. yeah. With a splash off the yeah. top He covers Baron to get the win And the shot of Roman reacting to that was great It was awesome Yeah like a little bit of shock. Yeah. A little bit, just a little bit of anger. He but wasn't no, quite that's angry quite yet. That's a great thing, though, is that
2: he does a lot with just a little because mm-hmm. most of the time he's stone faced. Mm-hmm. And, or like these days when he's doing a promo, there's like a little bit of like, I mean, there's a mad dog there, you know? Yeah. There's, a, there's a bit of a scout. But it's not over the top. It's not over the top. Though. It never is. But when he's angry and confused, mainly confused, it's good. It's good. It's so subtle, but you read it. It's yeah, it's crazy it's really good. good. It's like the dad who's like, oh, man, he's not screaming at me like my mom is, but I can tell he's pissed it's, right now.
3: It's the disappointed look, which yeah. is always worse than anger. Yeah. So after the bell rings, uh, Jay Uso, he goes and picks up the Universal title, looks at it, smiles at it, is about to hold it up, and then pulls it down, just tosses at Roman. Uh, he's laughing. He thinks it's all funny. Uh, Roman. He smiles. Mm-hmm. They hug for a good long time. A I long was like, time. Based on the length of that hug, I was expecting uh, Jay Uso to get a beat down right then and there. Yeah, because that hug was long. I didn't want him to do it. That's gotta. They gotta <sighs> wait for the pay per view. So Jay leaves the ring, and he's kind of you know walking backwards, saying, "Hey, Roman, come on." Maybe they want it. he's like, hey, we didn't do the steak dinner two weeks ago. Let's do it now.
2: It was so cringy because he was like, Come on, we go this way now. Come yeah. on, let's get and Roman's just and he's smiling, and then as soon as Jay turns around and he knows he's not gonna turn around again. And he oh. sort of he sort of gives like the the most subtle glance at Heyman, and Heyman just sort of nods. Like, oh, this guy's gonna get murdered.
3: He's gonna get destroyed. Oh man. But they're 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 setting it up pretty darn well. They're yeah, setting they it up are. really well, and Jayus is doing a really good job of playing his part in the whole thing. Yeah, you know he's looking past the aspects of Roman that are different because it's family. He's mm-hmm. think yeah, Roman might have changed in some aspects, but he's still my family. You know, he's putting all his trust in the fact that Roman is his family, and he's not going to betray him because they're family. Yeah. And it's going to be a rude awakening for Jay Uso when Roman beats the hell out of him.
2: It's going to be
3: just—it should be horrific. Yeah, just, it, has just be. Horrific. it has to be horrific. They it need has to do—they
2: need to do the thing where they like they pre-film the match, and then they edit in like a, a dummy doll of Jay, and like Roman just starts ripping off his limbs and stuff
3: go to the top of something toss the dummy off exactly you see that you cut to the bump of just of jay just like <laughs> taking the bump there from like a foot off the ground or something
2: <laughs> uh. oh man uh let's see here uh question time nemo why are the wwe so dead set on breaking up tag teams they've broken up a lot of tag
3: teams men and mm-hmm. women lately i don't know what the deal is yeah, Maybe. lucha house party apparently is next yeah seriously uh, Pope plays any ideas of what Xavier Woods will do when he comes back? I'd love a reunion with the New Day, then possibly a singles run. I don't know how much longer he's got to rehabilitate his torn Achilles. No idea. I don't know. I don't know that uh, all the stuff in that up, up, down, down merch store they launched looks great though. Good, really good
2: good looking stuff. Greg Morris, was it because of his underwear Miz was embarrassed? He literally wrestles in essentially the same amount of fabric. Yeah, dude, nobody's...
3: It's the combination of the underwear
2: and then the socks pulled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the socks pulled up high. Here's the thing with Tidy whiteys. he's got, well, most underwear, has the pee hole. And, so, you know, a ball could hang out.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You could get an older pair to have a little kind of uh, some butt stain on it. <laughs>
2: You'd have some, you know, some booty some juice stain on it. Some dried pee on, on the it. front area. Some yeah.
3: Flan. Uh, dangem Q. Who's more delusional, Jay Uso or Sammy Zayn? Oh, it's Jay by a mile. Like Sammy's just a little on the crazy side. You know, I'm gonna say Sammy because he has no basis to make the argument that he's the Intercontinental Champion.
2: Oh, sure, he does. He never lost it. Yeah, he never there's... vacated it. He never gave it up. No,
3: but he was formally stripped by the company. Hmm. Jay's, yeah, okay. Jay's going yeah. on history with his with his cousin. Okay, all right. So there's a basis for him to think, oh, yeah, he might have changed in some ways, but at the end of the day, he's still my cousin. All right, that's a good so point. So I think Sammy's more delusional. That's a good point. Uh, uh, Rich asks,
2: does Mark play as himself in Battlegrounds or use other characters? Of course, tonight we got a Battlegrounds commercial with The Undertaker playing yeah. uh, his uh, lovely young daughter, and uh, she... Uh, she beat the dead man I think using Andre the Giant
3: interesting why didn't he play as himself he played as himself oh, she sorry. played as Andre gotcha, gotcha. I think that's gotcha. what it was gotcha uh, 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 hip hop hippo says uh, the hand sanitizer is hand sanitizer isn't a Ford substance right now because due to COVID it's a workplace requirement uh, it's not a requirement in the ring though yeah, uh, chairs are like, you know, given that they're always under the ring, those
2: are a workplace requirement too. Kendo sticks are apparently a workplace requirement because they're always under the ring. They're always there. So. Gareth says, wait, is it Whitey Tidies
3: or Tidy I always knew it, knew it as Tidy Whitey's. That's what I know it as as well. Uh, thank you for the sub, Die Hard Homer. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you. You saw, saw this. I still do not know why they don't just ask Full Sale to set up bleachers outside and make it like an outside stage and have the, all the PC people with the wrestlers that are not being used and have that for the pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
2: let's see here. Rich, uh, will the women's tag titles ever be won by an NXT NXT team? Probably not, but if they do, it should be Casey Catanzaro, and Caden mm-hmm. Carter.
3: We were yeah, just talking really about
2: that on the NXT episode.
3: Uh, Hip Hop Hippo says, was the the dude that served Otis Papers the same guy who was backstage with Sasha? I don't think so. The dude who served Otis looked like Joaquin Wilde. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. The guy that was
2: with Sasha looked like um, a really smaller version of TJP. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy.
3: Fall guy. That's what the poster said?
2: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie. Critics say exists to make you happy.
3: Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May third. Rated PG thirteen. Uh, let's see here. You know, you know, he looked like he looked like uh, a little bit like one of the Primo or Epico guys. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, oh, this is good, this is an interesting question here. all let me. I'll do this one. Alex Foster. You guys say Roman needs to dress it as most comfortable with his new character. If that's the case, shouldn't he just wrestle naked? So, I can't. Like, I don't sleep naked because for me, sleeping is more comfortable with a pair of underwear on. Sometimes yes. a pair of shorts.
3: Yeah. No. It, yeah. Agreed. Sleeping naked is weird mm-hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. um so agreed just because you know just because you're new doesn't mean you're at your most comfortable
2: less clothes doesn't necessarily mean more
3: More comfort comfort. you know especially if you're out there performing uh and you're naked that can make you anxious and then you would not be comfortable uh i think uh hoodie with sleeves cut off and sweats uh is pretty much prime comfort
2: oh yeah for sure what about, uh, yeah, because tomorrow I'm going to be wearing a sleeveless shirt and some shorts. Yeah, I'll just wear shorts and a t-shirt. There you like go. normally do. On top of that, what if Roman is a gr- is a grower, mm. not a shower? Mm-hmm. You know,
3: you want to be running around out there. People think you're a micro. Mm-mm. Fear and loathe, and on a scale of one to ten, how bad do we need Joseph Park as Otis's lawyer?
2: Man, I am so bummed out they didn't bring him back.
3: I but know. that is a great idea. Yeah, that is a great idea. (laughs) Heel Long Heavy says Roman throws Jay into the Thunderdome screen and there's an excessive amount of pyro. That'd be good. It needs something like that. It does. Uh, Jorge D after Roman destroys Jay Uso. Who will he go after next? What other faces are there? I mean, dude, I don't know If,
2: if Otis wins out in this whole thing, it could be it could end up being Otis.
3: Maybe Jeff Hardy will lose the Intercontinental title and then have a thing with Roman.
2: That could be. That could be. Yeah, that could I just be. I feel like
3: there's not a whole lot of faces on SmackDown right now.
2: Doesn't seem like it's going to be Matt Riddle. Uh, so let me, okay, so piggybacking on that question. Tonight, Jay Uso and Roman took on two uh, bad guys. This is mm-hmm. the last time Roman's going to be fighting against bad guys for a while, isn't it?
3: Unless he has a match next week, yes. Well, I mean, yeah,
2: like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. After class, he's going to be fighting good guys, I would think.
3: Yeah, I would think so, too. Uh, Solus, theoretically, if Lesnar were to make a return now, would they have this Roman, this Roman brutalize him to mirror how Lesnar manhandled Roman so often in the past. Yes,
2: that would be interesting. We talked about this a little bit, I think, last week. It'd be kind of interesting if Roman used some of Brock's moveset. set.
4: Uh-huh. hmm
2: uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, Fruit de Loop. You two are each forced to have one wrestling match. Who do you trust to carry you to a decent match? Adam Cole, because he did Magnetric. it with the what's his face,
3: Johnny Gargano. That's a good one.
2: That's a really good one. Uh, let's see here on the Discord. Uh
3: night by night asked what wrestlers radiate the most disappointed dad energy roman roman does
2: (sighs) yeah because also like we've heard that roman is like the locker room leader so like yeah i would hate to disappoint him uh tyler woodward so i was on thunderdome and gulak made me do high knees do they have the wrestlers come to your screen and, like, entertain you for a bit? Oh, maybe.
3: Oh, yeah, I think they do. I think Okay. Do. I think during, like, commercial breaks, they have wrestlers pop pop in and interact with people. I think I saw that.
2: Uh, so his question is, if you could have any wrestler be your personal trainer, who would it be and why? Seamus. Because he does it on YouTube. And he looks amazing. He does look really it's good. Sort of, he's so under, which, which how he looks. He
3: looks amazing. Yeah, that's a good answer. Uh, Hawks, do you guys think that the Bailey and Sasha story is at the level of Champa Gargano?
2: I think it has the potential. It ha- I mean, it, we just had the turn, mm-hmm. so we got to see how it plays out.
3: Yeah, I don't know if mean you're right i don't know if you know because in the gargano champa feud you know a crutch wasn't just a crutch you know it's a metaphor
2: well also you didn't Um, see it i mean just for the bit you didn't see it coming yeah it was
3: pretty Um, shocking that there's that the level of storytelling in gargano champa is not something you see in pro wrestling that often in terms of the use of of metaphor and such at least to that level
2: yeah but here's the thing given what sasha and bailey have done
3: yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that they they can't do that. I think they can. I just don't know. It's a high bar. It is a very high bar. And I hope that I hope I hope I hope they surpass it because I think they're totally capable of it.
2: Doctor Steve Winters. So does Mrs. lawsuit mean AJ and Sammy can sue Jeff? Well, I mean anybody can sue anybody,
3: you know. Yeah, I mean you can take it to court, but the judge can toss it. They don't think it has merit they could I just you know it'd be weird if there was that many storylines going on uh fear and loathing so does the security guard Larry just get his kicks by setting people up to get beat up <laughs> he's not Maybe, gonna be doing that anymore he was just on the take I guess I think know? he was Did on he? the
2: take yeah he got a sack of doubloons
3: uh he saw this uh Roman is just gonna spear him like 10 times and that's it power rank the most underwhelming booking for Roman versus Uso yeah like two spears and pin him that would be it mm-hmm but the way they're setting up Roma, they uh, they can't do that. They better not do that.
2: Uh, but what would be the rules of a friendo street fight? And you can't just say no rules. It'd be the first person to kick the other guy in the nuts. Wins. All right. All right. It's just a race to kick the other guy
3: in the nuts. All right. Um... It's a good question from I'm just trying to do something in kayfabe, Why would any wrestler have to sit and relive a beatdown they suffered via a video package? <laughs> I know. It seems like uh some PTSD
2: thing. Uh TV title Oscar. you guys see the raw preview given after SmackDown? I did not. Oh, it did
3: not. Apparently I know I saw they're doing uh Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre again. Yeah, I saw that. Um
2: oh cool. Alex Foster says your boy Nigel was on two oh five, really? Oh
3: enforcer. They still. They have a draft coming soon. Still, right? Rumor was it was going to be in October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
2: that is all the questions I have. I think that's it too. On my. End. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. We'll be there. Red Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. 10 a.m. Pacific. Join us. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Bye.